Hello and welcome to the Villain Era podcast. My name's Justine. If you follow me on Instagram, I am JustFitJustine. And guys, I just want you to know I am recording at nine o'clock at night. Um, there will be no video for this podcast because life has just been crazy. I have been so busy on like Monday, I worked like 13 hours. I've been doing so much. And I am like, oh my gosh, I hate this because it's taking away from something I love to do, which is the podcast. Like this is my passion project. And I was like, man, I really want to just record. And I'm like, if this is the time I have to record because I have an episode I really want to put out and I feel really excited and there's a lot to talk about in this episode and I probably am going to regret that I don't have any clips for put this on social media but it is what it is um yeah I've been working so much I actually haven't <laughs> I haven't shared this on social media but I have been working a lot more in person in a gym which I've always had in-person clients that I meet with and I typically go to their apartment gym and I work with them there but I was like you know what let's kind of like test out working in a gym um obviously I still have my online business and that's my my main priority and my main income and everything but I was like let's see this out and I got hired at a very very nice gym so you would think it would be like the best experience you could have and it's been so different I would say mainly because my clients that I get online or that I work with where I go to their apartment, like I really get to pick those clients. I really get to say like, okay, who do I want to work with? And at the gym, I'm just assigned people. And oh, yeah, it's not the same. Like every single one of my online clients, I would open my house to them. Like I love them. I want to know everything about them. So it's very different. And I haven't yeah I haven't even technically shared this on social media mostly because I think I'm gonna quit so I'm like why do I want to share something that isn't really gonna stick around very much and uh, I am the kind of person who hates to quit things so I have like a lot of like guilt around being a quitter in general but I've been doing that um, I had a freelance project for an old boss that was took up a lot of time in the start of the year but also like my friendships, life has just been so full. I'm so happy I've actually, I've been just so happy, which I'm really happy to report back. I mean, we're over a month post breakup now. And I would say healing very well from that. There's definitely a few things that I've like heard or seen that have made me mad, but in no way have I been sad. I'm not like sitting at home, haven't cried in a long ass time. I haven't cried since like the first couple days after the last time we talked I am such a big believer in no contact I am such a big believer in like why are you texting your ex still kind of thing and so um, I think that's really important for moving on and I think about like while I was going through my breakup he felt he said that he felt like he was holding me back and I was like my life has gotten nothing but better in the last six months like I don't know what you're talking about and then I was texting my cousin and her husband about this and he was like, you know what, Justine, I'm sure your life has gotten better, but it's not because of him. It's because of the healing you've continued to do. It's because you focus on yourself, your work, and you continue to build this life for yourself. And I was like, that is so freaking true. And then a little life update. Um, this is going to be kind of ironic once I get into the topic of this podcast, but I did go on my first date post breakup and it was really nice. Conversation was just so easy and he actually knows my ex. So he was just like, he fucked up, but selfishly, I'm happy about it. 
<laughs> and um, oh my gosh, someone else from the past, if you guys have been listening for a while, uh, Dumpling Boo tried to slide into my DMs and asked me to go out and like that did not end up playing out and I'm so happy and I that man is blocked and removed and everything and like he is out of here. Um, actually, everyone has come, tried to come back. Veggie has tried to come back. I have gotten DMs from random men in college. It's been super interesting. Um, I still feel like no desire to go back on the dating apps. I feel like really content with just where my life is and had this date that I went on had not just popped up. It was someone I already knew, so I felt pretty comfortable on it. Like I probably still wouldn't have dated And I would say not because I don't feel ready, but because I feel, like I mentioned, I've been so busy and so consumed with my own life, which feels really great. I've been on the other outside of that, like I've had two really amazing weekends with my girlfriends. My roommate had some of her best friends visit back-to-back weekends. And one weekend we went um, to my first rave and I'm not gonna, the clothes, I'm trying to not say, I always say, I'm not gonna lie, which you're not supposed to say because then people assume everything else is a lie, but I don't know why I say that all the time or I say, honestly. Anyway, (laughs) the clothes and the makeup were half the fun. And I will share here that I took shrooms, which I've taken those before plenty of times, but I've definitely usually take them kind of out in, nature, not necessarily around a ton of people. So I took, I had a chocolate. I took half the chocolate before we got there. I waited 45 minutes and then I was like, yeah, I definitely think I can take the other half. Well, 45 minutes later, I was, especially if you think about a rave, like the lights, the people, everything. And then I was with a really big group of people, but all the girls I knew went to the bathroom and I didn't have to go to the bathroom. So I didn't go with them. And then my roommate literally was like, I just had a bad feeling when I left you because sometimes people do get like paranoid when they're on shrooms. And then they were gone for a little bit. And all of a sudden I just looked at like the one, two people I was with and I was like, I have to step out. And they were like, are you okay? And of course, I'm the kind of person who is going to lie and say I'm okay. I was not okay. Like I was trying to get out of this mass of people and I was just kind of like holding on to strangers. I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, I just have to get to the back. I can hold on to the bar. I turned the corner and like all I could see are just freaking kaleidoscopes with the rave lights. Like I could not see anything. And I just step outside. I found a little seat. It was kind of like raining and I was like just sitting there and then everyone wants to come up to you because it's a rave, right? So everyone knows that people are on a whole lot of drugs and honestly shrooms are not uh, necessarily like people are on a lot more drugs than shrooms there. (laughs) And, uh, they just keep going, are you okay? Are you okay? And then that is the worst thing. Like you don't want people to keep asking you that. I'm like, yeah, please. I'm okay. Just leave me alone. Actually. (laughs) Um, I mean, I know they're worried, but so I like sat out there for a second and it hit, went back in, enjoyed the rest of my night. And then also this last Saturday, I went dancing with my friends and they were just like, seriously, you are a queen. Uh, It was so much fun. I just love dancing. I love being out with my girlfriends. We left that night and we were all just like, I love platonic love. And I feel at a really, I feel really at peace also just being home. Like staying in doesn't feel like, I would say definitely last summer, like hot girl summer was in full effect. There was a time where my roommate and I sat down and we're like, we haven't been home for like 17 days, like on a night where we just did nothing. And I can tell that at this stage of 
you know, the breakup where I think previously I would have been someone who's like, okay, I'm going to go out. I'm going to like distract myself. I'm going to go try and meet people. And I know I still love to go out and I still love to meet people, but I'm like, okay, you know what? Like I really want to be in bed and read this book and that feels really nice too. So I feel like I found a really good balance of that right now, especially with trying to layer in all of the work. Also, just not worrying about anyone's going to text me or not. But anyway, as I mentioned, I know it feels ironic to tell you about a date as I talk about this topic. And I know it also is going to sound silly because for a lack of a better term, I always describe this as a sex and dating podcast, which I can't even remember if I shared this on the breakup episode, but my ex had a problem with me having a sex and dating podcast. And I was like, have you ever listened to it? And he said, no. And I was like, I think that's a really shallow way to describe my podcast because I definitely do research for these episodes. I talk to my therapist a lot of the times. I'm like, hey, this is what I'm going to talk about. And she always gives me good ideas and feedback. And I'm not a mental health professional, but I think hearing from someone who has gone through a lot of things and just hearing another person's story can be really powerful. But yeah, I was like, I think that's a really shallow way to put it. And then I was on another podcast where the creator does a lot of dating content and she was like yeah people hear sex and dating podcasts and they think it's just girls sitting around being catty telling dating stories and obviously I tell my dating stories right but like that's not really the main bulk the main like juicy parts of these podcasts I don't think at least and so the pod the the topic I want to chat about is the idea of decentering men from your life and I think this is really interesting. It is trending so much on TikTok. And this is not about hating men. It's not about like losing male friendships. It's also definitely not about expecting you to not want to have sex. Because <laughs> let me tell you, I came home from the bar we went dancing with on Saturday is kind of a gay bar but not really and they sell shirts that say is this a gay bar and it's so much fun and there's like a lot of just a lot of diverse people there and then we were just sitting there like any straight white dude that kept trying to get on the stage we're like you are killing the vibe you're ruining it I like left that place I was like I hate straight men but at the same time I'm so horny (laughs) and my girlfriends were like well, you know, that could be fixed with a girl and a strap on. And I was like, I just, I just don't think that's my thing. (laughs) I'm like, I definitely like to have sex with men. I just hate them right now. Um, But anyway, like I said, this isn't about hating men. (laughs) Um, I do hate when they kill my vibe on my dance floor. But it's about stopping to stop bending over backwards to fit a man in your life. It's about men and relationships, not in romantic relationships not being the center of your life and I heard this really great really great quote that said you have never met a man more powerful than you and not saying that that man doesn't exist but you've never met them right and I was like damn that is so true I have never met a man more powerful than me and when I think about the things I can handle and go through I'm like women are so freaking awesome and also this was really inspired by a meme I saw too that said Young women aren't giving dating tips anymore. They're telling each other to decenter men and advising each other to prepare for life without them. And I love that because I don't know about you guys, I'm so sick of fucking dating advice on social media. And it's probably my fault because I like like one video, right? And then it's going to show me 800 tips. And I think all of the advice is such bullshit in terms of match their energy, be low key, do all of this. And it's like, no, I think the best dating tip you can 
do is to just be yourself, but also how do we just create a really full life without worrying about that? So when I, you know, I mentioned this earlier, but when I got out of my marriage, I was so extremely interested in dating because part of me needed to prove to myself that there was someone else out there for me. I needed to know that I had options. And so I actually downloaded Bumble like three weeks after I left my marriage, which 100% too soon, right? But I also was not on there going on dates. I just wanted to see what was out there. And I don't remember if I've told this story on here or whatever yet, but my ex-husband actually, he must have paid for Bumble Premium or something because you have to be in the area when you are on Bumble, right? Unless you are premium, then you can change your location. And somehow he must have changed his Bumble he created a Bumble too to come and try and find me and must have just swiped, swiped, swiped till he found my page and then he like screenshotted it. He flipped out on me. He His sister started sending me rude messages telling me how disgusting it was that I was on dating apps already. And like I mentioned, no part of me wanted to actually go on any dates. I was absolutely not ready for that. I didn't match with a single person, but I did really need to see what was out there and three months, it was over three months after that I went on my first date. And even when I did go on my first date, like I was pretty open in terms of I wasn't going to stay in Cincinnati. I wasn't looking for anything serious with that, but kind of just getting my foot feet back, you know, getting my feet wet into the dating world again, because I do think there's a little bit of a skill to dating. Um, And you can think whatever you want about that timeline, but I think it's really important to remember you don't know what people are going through in their mind before they leave, like how detached they are from a relationship by the time they actually walk away. And I think so many people always talk about how men really end relationships kind of surprisingly, right? Like they will just be like, oh my God, something's wrong. I need to fix something. I'm going to end the relationship. Whereas women tend to think about ending a relationship for a very, very, very long time before they actually do. Even I think about the guy I dated at the end of college into, you know, first adulthood. And I probably thought about breaking up with him, gosh, from, I think the first time I had the thought was in July and I didn't break up with him till December. And not saying that's necessarily right either. That's a long time. But I cared so much for this person and I knew he was a good person. But obviously it's a struggle when you're just like, well, this isn't, you're a great person, but you're not my person. And I will say it just got to a point where I was like, if I don't break up with him, I'm going to end up cheating on him. And we were on a date to the zoo and I saw my roommate, we randomly ran into my roommate. She was on a date at the zoo too. And they were having so much fun and laughing. And I was just like, I'm actually kind of miserable on this date. And I went home and that's when I finally broke up with them. Um, but I, anyway, um, <laughs> right. So the reason I brought that up is I mentioned earlier is that I noticed such a big difference in the way I feel now after this breakup, feeling so much more grounded and I'm not worried anymore of the question is, is there someone else out there for me right now, right? Like that is not my first thought. In my first therapy session after the breakup, I literally said to her, I said, I don't want to be single for the next three years because that scared me. And she said, Justine, I have watched you go through everything in life. I have been going to this therapist consistently for three years now. And she said, if you don't want to be single, you won't be. But that means when you come to dating, you need to go at it much more intentionally. And also just remembering that 
the universe will bring me what I need and I do know there are other people out there. And so I think that all blends into what makes me feel just super content right now. And as I go into some of these topics, I'm going to say I am definitely not perfect, right, at decentering men. I love boy talk. I, you know, love to see a cute boy at the gym. Um, but I think making these things cognizant and seeing where we can change in them and having this bigger conversation. So as we dive into this, so obviously the number one thing that is going to make such a difference in this is building a life you love, right? It is so much easier to decenter men. And actually, I'm going to quote this. Um, I don't know if you guys are on TikTok, but this girl Fleeksy, she's a badass. I love it. But she said, it's so much easier to decenter men when you are living a life they could ruin, right? You are not going to let someone come into your life that you've worked so hard to put together to achieve, to do all of these things that could possibly ruin it. And gosh, my, mm, yeah, I have a lot to say about that. Um, And also she was just like, do you want to live like them or did they want to live like you? And I think back to just kind of a lot of things in past relationships. And I was like, no, like I am the upgrade here, right? That shows whose life is going to bring who's up. And I definitely want to date someone that when it is time to date is going to challenge me and make sure I'm bringing my life up. And I know this is really basic advice, but I'm going to go into also ways you can actually achieve living a life you love, living a life that you don't want a man to ruin. But statistically, women's lives get worse while when they get married, you know, actually women's life expectancy decreases because of unshared labor, um, both house chores and often emotional labor. Their career momentum slows down, whereas men's tends to raise when a woman gets murdered. Who is the first suspect? always the husband, right? And I'm definitely not anti-marriage, but I am make sure that you married the right damn person like that because obviously I didn't the first time. (laughs) Um, But as much as I, you know, enjoyed that date I went on and I am going to go on a second date, I have had thoughts that like, I'm not necessarily ready to leave my single girl era. I don't want to make someone else's time a priority right now. So for instance, we went on our first date on Friday and then I was like, I'm not free again until the like next Saturday. And he's either gonna have to deal with that or whatever, but I'm not gonna give up other things. Like I already have another girl's night planned tomorrow. Like that's important to me. And I'm not gonna move my schedule or work or anything around in order to fit someone in when that's what's really important right now. And that also includes simply my alone time. I sit at home and I write and I have these ideas to share with the world and my alone time is when I'm like that when I say oh I have nothing planned like that's the point I want to have nothing planned I want to have time where I'm doing nothing and I can sit and be creative and one of my favorite books ever is called what I was doing while you were breeding and again although the book is filled with a ton of dating stories it shares her travels and her life going to exotic places and countries and funny stories and it all is all about her going through life where she didn't find find a partner till her 40s and she had a child-free life until she became a stepmom and she just discussed like all the things that she did while she watched so many of her other friends get married and divorced and have kids and obviously that's part of my story but I highly highly recommend that book to anyone if you like travel or if you are you know maybe in your 30s and you're still single I it's one of my favorite books ever I've read it multiple times now so 
coming into that with how do you build a life you love, I think staying busy. And when I talk about this, I want it to be like you're staying busy again with things you love to do, not staying busy to hide or avoid feelings. So I finally feel like I understand that concept of be so busy that you're not worried about a text back. Be so busy that you're not sitting around checking your phone waiting for Amanda C. And that is what my life has seriously felt like the past month. I've been so busy that I'm like, I'm at work, I'm doing all this stuff. And I don't even realize that he hasn't texted me back in four hours or whatever. And what fills the space that centering men in your life is currently taking up, right? Like if you are centering things around men, if you're sitting at night just endlessly swiping on the apps, or if you're going on a bunch of dates that don't feel fulfilling, what could you actually fill that time with that's gonna make your life better? And I think about this so much when I journal. I journal so much about men and dating. I am not gonna lie, I journaled so much about my ex and he probably needs a nickname guys we're gonna call him mullet man and because he never got a nickname because he was just a boyfriend (laughs) so mullet man like I used to journal so much about him and then I have an episode that I'm preparing for that's going to be called a dear diary episode going back through some of my journals and just going back to the idea of okay when was I journaling about business ideas or new creative things and making sure that that's what I'm spending my time journaling on, not that my whole morning is spent thinking about a man because I journal every single morning and journaling on self-development or other aspects of my life. So when I tell you like I've been working till 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. most nights, it's insane as I podcast at literally 9.30 now. (laughs) And I am not telling anyone to work like this forever. I'm a huge believer in work boundaries, but I'm definitely in a season of grind right now. And I've been expanding my business. I actually, I don't know if you, if you get, if you follow me on Instagram, you might've seen I've started a new business. I'm trying out those new ventures. Um, I've started a new design business where I'm actually doing design work for other coaches. And then spending those late nights where I'm working on projects that are passionate to me, right? I'm not spending these nights working on emails because I have a boss that doesn't have boundaries. I'm working late at night because I'm the boss and I'm excited about this. So this has made it so easy to say no to things that I fully don't want to do, right? I mentioned that, you know, Veggie had come back and he was trying to hang out. I'm like, I don't even have time. Like, it's a bad idea. But even if I wanted, I was like, I don't have time to go make a bad decision. As much as, trust me guys, when, you know, that fifth white claw hits, I'm like, should I go make a bad decision? But I don't have time right now. And so I would rather, actually two weeks ago, I was out with my roommate and a guy she's been seeing a little bit. And one of his friends asked me on a date and I didn't really think of it. The next day he was like, hey, I'll see you on Monday. He had picked a time, a place very nice in terms of what I expect for a date. And I was just like, hey, you know, honestly, I just got out of a relationship and I'm not quite ready to date again. But also I was just sitting there. I was like, I would rather be at home on Monday night than to go on this date that I'm not like so excited for or really looking forward to. And it's also just made me so much more confident in being able to say no to letting someone back in. 
and I realize my worth and I want to be really intentional with my time. So for someone to give me a second, for me to give someone a second chance, they have to show me that something has changed. And so if you don't have this much work, right, or if you don't have work to do all night, like really ask yourself, what are your hobbies? You know, what are something that you've really wanted to try? I just thought of my best friend's sister. She launched a quilting. She started quilting, right? And that was just a hobby. And now she has a whole full-on quilting business. That's amazing. Or do you want to start a podcast? I have had some people reach out about that. Go start your own podcast. Open an Etsy shop, right? Learn how to sew. Do something that fulfills your life and start to fill that time with other things. And maybe that time is literally just spent reading books that you've wanted to spend, right? It doesn't have to feel like you have to be so productive, but I'm sure you could go and learn to paint, right? Paint something for your living room. Have fun with it. And I was thinking to myself in my last relationship, like, we had a lot of different interests and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'm going to learn how to fish or hunt. And I was like, I don't want to do those things, right? Like sometimes we do things in our relationship for our partner because of compromise. I'm like, no part of me wants to go be a fishering and a fisher, a fisher woman. <laughs> I definitely don't want to go hunt. <laughs> I will eat whatever's hunted, but I'm not trying to go hunt. And then also within this, One of the best things is just showing up so fully as yourself. So working on no longer seeking male validation, not caring what other people think of me. And this was something that I said, I I just noticed I've been showing up with this new person I've gone on this date with. I was like, I was just being myself, right? And she said, It's actually so beautiful the way we can live and the way we can act when we let go of the fear of being alone. And we were in therapy. I was like, I got to write that down. (laughs) Um, But I think that's really, really important and making sure that you fully value that and within making sure that you're showing up as yourself and kind of avoiding seeking male validation. One of the things I want to chat about around that is dressing for the male gaze and this trend probably some of you might roll your eyes at me based on how I dress but I actually think this trend came up in a way to almost make slut shaming okay because it was you know hating on girls that dressed a certain way with maybe less like more revealing clothing and you're like oh well you're dressing for the male gaze but really that's not what this is about you know I am (laughs) I am not dressing for the male gaze. I'm dressing for the male gaze, honey. Like the gaze. (laughs) It's for the girlies and the gaze. Um, And I always say, I'm like, when you get a compliment from a gay guy, it is literally the best thing because they think you're pretty, they think you're stylish, and they're not trying to sleep with you. And if I'm being honest, I enjoy wearing minimal clothing. I work fucking hard for my body. I love the gym. I really enjoy just like being in a sports bra and shorts. I really enjoy like I love my nipple piercings. I love wearing tops that I can tell that because I love my body. And no guy I will tell you has ever been like, oh, you look really hot because I can see your nipple piercings in that shirt. Like that's not why I'm wearing that shirt. And then even when I went to that rave, although I literally wore pasties and basically lingerie, The only men that came up to me that night were gay guys. (laughs) There were a lot of guys in the DMs, but like in person, the only people who came up to me were like gay guys. Like, I love your outfit. I'm like, thank you. 
Um, but I love putting outfits together for myself. And I don't like put an outfit on and think, oh, I'm really going to get hit on this hit on in this but it's putting in putting on things that I feel really confident in and I'm like I don't wear bras like I literally I mean I wear sports bras to work out but I don't wear bras and my boobs would actually look better if I did wear one they would probably look perkier you get a little padding in there um but I don't wear them because I I think free the nipples I think bra the bras are a freaking social construct right um so it's like if I actually wanted if I was so worried about making my tits look better I would wear bras all the time and I think dressing sexy is often an excuse for us to say like a girl was asking for it right or she's a slut because of how she dresses and I shouldn't have to wear oversized clothes to make dressing for the male gaze or I think it's the same thing about hating on women who want to wear a lot of makeup so people who are really into makeup are like oh why don't you just enjoy your natural beauty stop doing this all this for men but a lot of women enjoy makeup it's an art form for them so when it comes to not seeking male validation and not dressing for the male gaze it's more so about do you like it do you feel comfortable in what you're wearing, right? Don't wear something because you think a guy is going to like it, but wearing things that you really enjoy. And then I've talked a lot about the fun things I've been doing, the girls' nights. I think the next thing you need to do in terms of really decentering men is prioritizing your female friendships and platonic love. We went out this weekend. I imagine I was in my hater era. Any straight man that came near us, I was like, no, bye, sir. Living for the gay men. And they were just not the vibe. And then again, it was just a really fun night to be like, I'm not worried about meeting anyone at the bar. I wasn't worried about texting a guy and seeing what he was doing. I put my phone away and I just danced. And I wasn't trying to meet anyone after. And again, I read like this really beautiful poem just about celebrating our female soulmates and how full those relationships make our hearts and I think that we often can tend to forget that and actually if you listen to the episode with Charlotte you know her biggest dating tip was start with friendships make sure that you have a great group of girls and then start with that because those are the people that are going to be there when someone breaks your heart and those are the people that are also going to be there when you need someone to stand by you on your wedding day if that happens so even talking about this i'm realizing that i'm referring a lot of this back to dating and stuff in the terms of decentering men but i also don't know how to talk about it without mentioning all of that anyway um you know really making sure like I have me and my roommate we talk all the time about how we just love living together I have really awesome friends in Austin and then a lot of my best friends are long distance and I text them all the time facetiming them calling them and just remember that like those are the people that will always be there for you the other thing in terms of decentering men is that you have to remember that you are the prize. You have to value yourself. Like, I am Barbie. I am. <laughs> I love pink. I love to just be in that way. But I'm Barbie, right? If you saw the Barbie movie, that is the point. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be in a relationship. It's a basic human desire for connection. But we can't be putting men on the pedestal right like don't put them up there it is a privilege for them to hang out with you it is a privilege for them to get your time you are the prize and i don't care if you have to say that so many times even if you don't believe it start telling yourself it and this is something that i will say 
my again my cousin's husband was telling me a lot you know when I first started dating and I was living with them he's like you're the prize you're the prize and I definitely didn't necessarily believe that as much and now I'm in a point where I'm like I am the prize right like this man broke up with me and literally why he's breaking up with me I said I am a catch like I am a catch and so many people even another one of our friends the other weekend we were at Super Bowl just leaned over to my roommate and was like dude, he really fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, I am the prize. And you have to remember that going into any date where you're not trying to impress someone or you're not hoping that they want a second date again. But do you want to give them a second date? So don't go in thinking that you are going to impress them. They should be the ones showing you how can they make your life better, right? If you're building this full life, if you're building this life that you don't want a man to ruin, how can they make your life better? And I will tell you the fact that men always come back, because they do, they always come back, that shows that you are the prize, right? No one sits around and says, oh, women always come back. No, like no one says that. They always want to end up crawling back to us because we made their life better and they realize like, man, I fucked up. I lost something because I couldn't do my own work. I couldn't heal my own traumas. I couldn't heal my childhood wounds. And because of that, I let someone go who was really freaking awesome. And so making sure that you're asking yourself, do you even like him or do you like the idea of him? Do you even like him or does he just like you? And do you even like him or do you just like his potential? And that's where I think so many of us fall into. And at this point, I am 34 years old. I cannot be dating for potential. Like, you got to show me that you are doing something here. And um, like I mentioned, when Veggie came back, you know, he tried to ask if we could hang out again. And if you guys remember, he had told me he loved me and all of this stuff. And he had always said he wasn't looking to date. And I basically said, I didn't basically, I literally said to him, we can hang out again when you're ready to go to dinner and open my car door. And are you in a position to date? And he said, no, I'm still not looking to date seriously. And so I was like, then we don't need to revisit this. And I was with a bunch of friends at the Super Bowl and I was actually surprised by some of their responses because one of the girls was like, oh my God, I love hanging out with women in their 30s. All of my friends say like, oh, just go. You deserve good sex, but I'm really proud of you for standing your ground. And my other friend who's actually a therapist was like, I'm really proud of you that you did that as well. Like I need to do be better at not letting people back into my life. And let me tell you, I give second chances. This girl, this girl gets second, third, fourth chances. But I do feel like if you're gonna give another chance, you have, like I mentioned, you have to show me something has changed. Why is it going to be different this time? And the only thing that changes, the only thing that that can change is space and time. Like people can't make a change overnight. So I think that's really important to remember. Also when looking at decentering men, one of the hardest things that comes up for me is social media. And let me tell you, I'm a social media obsessed girly, right? Like I run four Instagram accounts. I run a podcast. I TikTok. I love social media. But it is very difficult, I think, to not want to be checking in on someone's social media, not want to be checking in on their posts, not want to be making stories that is like, oh my God, are they going to see that? And there is some human nature in there. I talked to my therapist today about, I was like, you know, I posted some stories and I was like, oh, did he see me? Did he see how hot I looked? And she was like, you know what, Justine, like that's, 
not that's gonna take a while she's like I still you know for like five years I noticed when my ex would watch my Instagram story she's like oh keeping tabs on people and so doing your best to remove that you know if you need to remove someone from a situation if you need to block someone go ahead and do that and I heard someone was and someone was talking about going no contact and not texting and that's not a problem I have but they were like, you don't have to not text him forever, but make it one day. And so I was like, well, I could do the same thing, right? I don't have to not look at his social media forever, but make it one day, right? <laughs> or um, like if I just make it one day and then I can make it one more day. And then also really making sure that I'm not overanalyzing what I was posting. Like I was asking my roommate, oh my gosh, does this make me look like I'm just like, desperate and going out for attention because I got dumped and all this stuff and she's like Justine you literally post stuff like this all the time like post whatever the fuck you want to post also you did get dumped so why are you trying like we don't need to hide it or anything so all of that to be said I know I chatted a lot about the ideas of decentering men I think that it's something that is a work in progress for me and me realizing like where is this coming up but I do feel I mean I had therapy today and she was like you seem so grounded and you seem like such a different person than you know eight months ago when veggie would have texted you you'd be like oh like I went over there right and that's not what you're doing now so it's small steps it's little things it's building into the point like I am so freaking happy and excited about life which makes me feel really good and I want to say all of this which I always think there's you know an argument to both sides and two sides to this and I also believe that you what you put out in energy comes to you so like let's say you have been single for a while I actually do think that if your goal is to be in a relationship I hate the saying that like oh your partner will come when you least expect it we don't expect our dream job to just show up without sending applications in but you have to have the energy that you're open to accepting it right like you have to have an open energy that you're welcoming things into your life and so um, you know, also though, before we take a new job, right, we make sure that this is an upgrade. No one takes a new job for a pay cut and a worse commute and less freedom and more hours, right? So same thing if you're gonna, right, you want that bigger paycheck, you want more money, more freedom, you want something that's gonna make you happier. So same thing when you go into like a new relationship, make sure that this is gonna be an upgrade and take that energy there. And so if you've spent time single and you've done the work and you're ready for a partner, I also do believe that you have to have room in your life for that right so at this point where I'm working a million hours a week like do I necessarily am I making time to even find a partner and I would say no and I'm okay with that but if you get to a point where you're like okay this is a goal I've done this I've done the work make sure that you do have time for that you do have space I believe so much in the energetics you put out there is what's going to come back to you um I've even read things as crazy as like someone's like I bought a king-size bed because I wanted to have room in that or like I leave certain nights a week open because I'm going to say, okay, I have these open so that when someone comes into my life, I have time for them. And so all of that to be said, like paying attention to where your energy goes is so important and being content with that empty space as well, right? That's the thing. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to not fill my social calendar. I'm not going to not fill my work calendar to avoid things. But when my space is empty, I'm okay with being home. I'm okay with being alone because, again, you've built that life you love. With all of that being said, I hope that you guys can take some time to think about where men taking up too much time in your life 
is there any way, whether it's a small step, that you can start to decenter men, that you can take them off that pedestal, leave them as someone that is equal to you, and remember your worth and your value going into all of this. So I hope you guys have a really amazing weekend. I know I've been kind of bad at getting these episodes out, but you know what? If this means I just need to record without video or anything, I want to do that because I love coming on and sharing these thoughts. And I love, love, love when you guys DM me. So if you enjoyed this episode, please screenshot, share it, shoot me a message, and I will talk to you all soon.